What's good, everybody? This is your guy, Manny, and you're listening to the Back Row Redskins Show. On this particular episode, it's going to be slamming. It's going to be awesome. I have some of the best fans, some of the best content producers on Twitterverse, Washington Footballverse. Uh, first off, I got Mr. Trey Z from the DMV Sports 3. Uh, introduce yourself, brother. Hey, it's an honor to be here, Trey Z, DMV Sports 3. Uh, I drew the, the tall straw, so you get the bootleg version of the three of us. So I'm going to do the best that I can to do, you know, make it work here. And I'm happy to be here on the Back Show Redskins Show. Awesome. That the next guy I'm going to bring up, man, it's been a long time coming. This guy was supposed to be on the show many, 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 many episodes ago. My guy, also Dapper. What's good? Introduce yourself, bro. How y'all doing, man? I'm also Dapper, man. I'm um from the DMV area too, man. Um, I'm just a big Redskins fan. Well, Washington football team fan. Excuse me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a big fan. Everything Washington football. I'm just here to, to listen to everybody talk, uh, get our frustrations out, organization, what's going on, and just just a good group, man. Awesome, awesome. Next up to the stage, this is my sister from another mother. Maddie Jane, what it do from the HTWR podcast? Introduce yourself. What's going on, everybody? Uh, I'm Maddie Jane, OK Maddie Jane on Twitter. And uh, like Manny said, I host the HTWR podcast with my friend Freddie Ham. And I'm just super excited to be here. Awesome. Last but not least, the beast from the Middle East, my guy, Ellie Suggs. Uh, this guy right here, he has like literally maybe 10 podcasts, and I can't <laughs> name them all. I cannot name them all, but he's from the WTF um, Addicts podcast. Also, the Washington TF. Um, am I saying it right? WFT Declassified WFT, podcast. Man. There it is. See, man? Yeah. yeah. Declassified. Um, awesome guy. Introduce yourself, bro. Yeah, what's up? I'm L.E. Shout out to Manny, the hardest working man in podcasting out there, hands down. Nobody does it like he does. Uh, glad to be here, man. Like you said, I got a couple things I'm doing. Shout out to the Washington football team addicts. Shout out to the Declassified family, my boy Eric. Uh, everybody, man. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be with all the rest of you guys, too, man. Let's do it. Awesome. So, man, tonight, man, we got a show. Look, feel free to bring up any topic that you have to I wanted to kick it off with the draft. The draft is soon approaching. You know, pretty much that's what everybody's talking about right now, the draft, the draft, the draft. But before we get to the draft, I want to hear you guys' take on the Brandon Sheriff deal. I, I heard it was rumored that he was offered uh, a deal to be the highest paid guard. Now, when we did not extend Brandon Sheriff years ago, this is what happens. Then he goes out, becomes an all-pro, and we tag him for the second time. So the baseline is $18 million. He can't get less than 18 right? Why pay a guard over $18 million a year? So I heard that we made an offer, a very good offer to make him the highest paid guard. But now Brandon Sheriff, I heard he turned it down. So Trey Z, what is your take on this? We'll start with you. All right. Well, you know, what did, what is he following? Who is he following? How did it work out for the gentleman before him? I mean, this this is, you know, you're gonna, he's going to go for what he has to go for. I mean, the money does talk. Um now, with that being said, what do we do as an organization? Uh, you know, on our podcast show, we talk about the organizations and the changes just because we change the faces or right. we change in the mindset. Mm -hmm. So now you got to make a play. I mean, what are you going to do? I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see what uh, 
the big wigs are going to make the decision on. I mean, this guy right here is looking, he's, he's throwing it out there. You know, how do we play that after what we have done uh, in the past? So, you know, it's, it's, it's a strange situation that we, you know, we put ourselves in, I believe, you know, right. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say on that one. And Josh made a great point. He was like, you know, double tags hardly ever work. And he, I mean, we have to let him walk. You know, if you want to be here, you want to be here. If you don't want to be here, then deuces. That's just how I feel. You know, it's all about the Washington football team and what's best for us. I understand there's a business on his side of it, right? So he's not going to give a discount. Absolutely. You know, injuries. But then again, he's getting older, and we don't know what's going to happen with his body. Oh, so Dapper, what you think? Man, I'm going to keep it short and sweet, man. I do not want another Kirk Cousins situation. Right. <laughs> man. He said the name. He said the name. I, I, I can't do another cousin situation to where it's it's us fans and we like, come on, organization, what you doing? But it's really the player, and the player really the heart isn't with the organization. I mm -hmm. just I just can't take another one. I'm gonna keep mine short this time. I'm gonna I'm gonna let the next person go. <laughs> I feel you, Maddie Jane. I, you know, I, at first I was definitely on board with keeping Sheriff. I know a lot of people were saying, you know, we don't need to pay, you know, lock up big money in a guard. We definitely have a lot of defenders we're going to be paying, need, needing to pay mm -hmm. in the next few years that we need to keep around. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but, you know, at first, you know, at the end of the year, the pressers, he was, he was saying a lot of, you know, I love Coach Rivera. I want to be here. And usually, you know, if a free agent, they'll hide their cards a little bit. They won't show. But I always felt like, okay, maybe he really wants to be here because he's saying it, even though he's – you know, not contractually obligated to the team anymore. He's saying, I want to be here. So I'm thinking, okay. But then here in that report, it was kind of like, okay, so you turn down big money to be here. So what are you waiting for the cap next year to kind of spike? And then you want more money? Like, what is it? So at this point, you know, as much as I was on board wanting to keep the all, all pro guard around, guard around at this point, I'm saying, you know, if you want to go, like everybody else is saying, go ahead. You know, we can, we can figure it out. We're, we're placing some good, uh, linemen at this point. We did it last year. We can, we can do it again if we have to. Absolutely. And one thing that we need to consider is if we can trade Sheriff, this is just me talking. This is my opinion. If we can trade Sheriff, I think the market right now is probably a fourth round pick just because it's an $18 million deal and whoever that gets him will have to extend. So I don't see maybe a third, maybe a third, but look, to be honest, I'll take whatever I can get right now uh, in order to just move on. And then, Hey, we can use that money and spread it elsewhere. You know, go ahead and resign Jonathan Allen and then do some other things. Ellie, what's your take on this? All right. So value is always relative, right? In the NFL, especially Trent Williams just got traded for a fourth round pick in a similar situation last year. I don't think you're getting a fourth round pick for Brandon Sheriff because I don't think Brandon Sheriff equates to what Trent Williams is, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody else made all the good points about Sheriff. I think you got to let him walk now because you let it get to this point where that money's so hot. But what right. I want to see from the organization is figure out how to lock up our guys before it gets to this point. We are doing this stuff habitually with our players playing this game of chicken to see if we can get them on a discount. Sometimes you guys aren't going to come for a discount. Man. Just pay them what you owe them now because, look, big money today is small change tomorrow with this exactly. cap inflation, right? Let's do it, man. Exactly. And like I said, two years ago would have been the time to go ahead and get this deal done. We got some guys that are coming up. It's time to start extending some guys. Forget all this stuff. If you don't want a guy, trade him. Before it right. gets to that fourth, fifth year, it's time to start talking deal. You know, and – Sorry to go off off um, off of the topic, but Terrence a beast. <laughs> After this season, it's time for him to get paid, right? 
right? So you would think they would start talking now. I was hearing some numbers of what Terry might be able to earn, and I'm hearing 20 to $25 million. Yeah. You know, yeah. the cap continues to go up and up and up. So if you get a deal done now, it'll be a whole lot cheaper. I'd rather pay him $100 million right now for five years and just lock it up. And that's what the front office has to do. You know, we have all these new guys and – um, like somebody said, the big wigs. Hey, it's time to start producing. It's time to start producing because a lot of our guys are homegrown talent. They're young. They're they're pretty good. So it's time to start paying some of our guys. Now, in terms of replacement for Brandon Sheriff, what are the options, Tracy? Well, I was going to ask actually ask you a question. I've been looking around. I'm looking around at the panel right now. I guess I'm the older guy here. You know, I don't know how I got on this show. <laughs> anyway, I'm you just man. thinking. This, the idea is that what you said, I want to just go back to this one point before we talk about the options. What Washington football, he, this, this, this system, we, we've, we've been dragging our feet for years. I'm trying to figure out what is the reason behind that. Why is it that we don't do exactly what my man, Mr. Sugg, said down here? Why are we not making those steps? I, I kind of want to hear that because we have this argument on the DMV's podcast all the time. So I just want to hear what you guys got to say. I mean, it's the same routine. I get very frustrated. Now Mr. Snyder has gone ahead and locked it in. Him, mom, and sister got the whole entire squad forever. What What's going on? What What's y'all take on that? If you don't mind me asking, I don't mean to step yeah, on. I'm just saying this, uh, that's just huge to me. It's just, it's just being too smart for your own good or trying to be too smart for your own good. Every deal that you make is not going to benefit you in the immediate sense the way that you want it to, right? We, you know, for the longest time we had Eric Schaefer. Remember the whole uh the deal with Eric Schaefer was he's a great cap guy, always got guys and deals that made sense. But sometimes you have to take what seems like a bad deal today for somebody you really like and let it play out. Value in terms of what the output at the position is matters more than how much you're saving against the cap. You got to spend a, a certain percentage of your cap anyway, right? And if look, we haven't had the quarterback position solved for I don't know ever, right? And that's where your big money goes. Right. So if you don't have a quarterback right now, you got to invest that money somewhere else on the field. It may as well be in your players that are B plus to A or higher players, and we don't have a lot of those, or we haven't historically. But we keep on waiting, man, trying to get that best deal. It never works out that way. Exactly. Also, Dapper? I didn't even hear the question, man. I got a bad storm out here in Texas right now. So Crazy. Hit him with it again. No, the, the question is, I just wanted to go back to what we were talking about as far as why do we keep dragging our feet and making our decisions on wrapping things up and giving, you know, the player this idea that, hey, you know what? You know, I'm, I'm the main man. You want to pay me this money, so we're going to follow the Kirk Cousins highway and do whatever. But we never tend to do what needs to be done. Again, I was always screaming, why are we so quiet at free agency? We know what we need. We know what we want. I, I'm yelling and screaming. My, my, my people's fussing at me. No, nah, we got to wait. We got to be patient. Respect Riverboat and all of that stuff. But it's the same story. And I've been i seen all three Super Bowls, y'all. That's all right. I'm trying to tell y'all. So I'm trying to figure out. This is nothing new. I want y'all to know that, all right? So help me out, Mr. Dapper. I'm trying to understand the philosophy. I know Mr. Sugg said we just too trying to be too smart. What's your take? I mean, uh, how can I put it, man? Like, you said you've seen three Super Bowls, and it's the same thing. I don't know. Like, uh, Riverboat came in, right? So we're trying to change 
things and we're trying to do things different. I don't know if his philosophy is a buy into the team, which he he's trying to get everybody to buy into the team. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how much he plays into getting these players to resign, but like um, Maddie said, he came off, he came on the net and said, Hey, I really like my coach. Right. But coaching and getting money and liking your coach and getting money that plays that, that that's two different aspects of the game right that's two different aspects i can love my coach but if you ain't gonna pay me for the pay me for the work i put in i'm not gonna be there i i don't know like because ron if you go back to the panthers ron didn't pay a lot of people right ron didn't josh norman uh bradbury ron ron didn't pay a lot of people if you don't feel the values there ron's not gonna pay you so I don't know if it's, this is just Ron saying, hey, we can get a guy that's similar or in the draft. I, I don't got an answer for you. Hey, but you know what, though? I want to add this before I send it over to Matt. If you look at Ron Rivera, man, he's calling the shots. I don't care who's the GM. I don't care who the right. owner is. Ron is calling all the shots. And you can see, even from Quentin Dunbar, when he came in, he says, look, you're going to have to play. I'm, I'm going to have to assess you. And then I'm going to pay you. And you know, it, it kind of seemed like guys like Trent Williams didn't like it. Brandon Sheriff didn't like it. But it just is what it is. It's kind of like that power struggle. Hey, this is how it's going to be. The players are like, look, I've been here. I've played through injuries. I've done this. I've done that. So it's like that power struggle. But Ron is saying, yo, this is my show. And, you know, just like when a coach comes in and takes over, right, they get their own quarterback. So maybe Ron is just trying to get his own kinds of players. But, I mean, it just is what it is. Maddie. Yeah, I think I would pretty much echo what everybody else has already been saying. I mean, I think last year, you know, last year would have been, I feel like, prime time for a guy like Sheriff, right, for us to resign him. And, and Ron comes in, and then he, you know, like you're saying, he did this whole, I want to evaluate them myself. Okay, understandable. You want to evaluate the guys, see if you're they're your guys. Understand that. But then you get into a year like this where it's like, okay, you had the year with Sheriff. He didn't have the – I mean, honestly, I would say Morgan Moses might have had the best year as a lineman just consistently – this past season, but Sheriff was the all pro. You see what he is, right? And so, you know, I'm thinking, okay, okay, he's gonna sign him, right? So it is, it was kind of like, okay, last year, Ron, first year we're trying to evaluate. Okay. Now it's kind of getting into that, okay, what what are we doing here? We are we gonna pay the guys? Are we going to not? And you know, I, I will say I'll give them credit in that if we look at last year's free agency, even though the, the splash signings weren't there, who they got, the Logan Thomases, the McKissicks, mm -hmm. right? The Darbies, the a lot of these guys panned out. Uh, so, I mean, I do think that they're able to get guys at value in a moment and they're able to utilize their skill, skill sets in, in, uh, in a good way. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that I thought I knew what Ron was doing as far as that's concerned. And maybe, you know, the sheriff is – the situation is something we just don't know. Maybe we – you know, maybe there's more to it. But I definitely was hoping that we wouldn't have these same kind of conversations like why didn't we pay him? And it's right, looking right. like so far – we're still having him, so I'm not sure, honestly. He doesn't want to be here. I just think Sheriff does not want to be here. Let's just call it, you know, what it is. I mean, so whose fault is that? Huh? Who whose fault is that, man? That's what that's my that's where I'm going. So why do we have so many players don't want to be here, man? Well, well, the front office has been bad. Dan Snyder, we know that Dan Snyder is trash. Well, I'm gonna say Dan Snyder is trash. I'm gonna <laughs> say Dan Snyder is that's trash. My that's just me. Okay, my favorite show since '99. Okay, <laughs> Look, and I think that that's when Dan Snyder took over, right? 99, somewhere around there? 98, yes, sir. 99. So yes, sir. all I've known is Dan Snyder, okay? I've seen, what, three, four playoffs? I don't – look, 
What is the playoffs? Playoffs? What is the playoffs? (laughs) Okay. What is the playoffs? So it's been terrible. Okay. So, but now it's a new changing of the guard. It's a new changing of the guard. I love what Ron is doing in terms of leadership and building out this team, building out this uh, front office. I mean, he's the guy. Okay. And I'm not going to lie. Last year, he made some moves that made me think, like, what the heck are you doing, man? Who's McKissick? Who's this guy? Who's that guy? And he hit on so many players more than he missed. So I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm trusting you, Ron. We're going to get into our quarterbacks in a minute. I'm like, Ron, I'm trusting you. Whatever that you're doing, if you say Sheriff is not your guy, then you better have a plan. Okay, if you say, uh, uh, um, you know, we're going to roll with these three quarterbacks and not draft one this year, you better have a plan. So there's so much that he's doing, but I'm learning to just watch, (laughs) sit back and see what happens. Anybody else have anything to add before we go to the next topic? Let me say this, though, because a number of you guys said this about the free agency class we had last year and we hit on guys that you didn't anticipate. Football is a is a business of statistics. And statistically speaking, hitting on those types of free agents is not a recipe for winning because no. you're not going to do it more often than not, right? I think with the, with, the, with last year's class, last year was great. Mm-hmm. Judge how they do over the course of their contract, though, because chances are a good number of them are going to regress back to the mean of what they have been their entire careers. So we may look at that a little bit differently two years from now than we did last year, right, when nobody kind of knew what to expect McKissick throughout his career has not been a good running. I, I like the role they put him in, make no mistake, and I'm very happy for them. Logan Thomas has not been a good tight end or quarterback, for that matter, in his career. Let's see how they do um, before we give Ron all the flowers for the free agency class last year. I like what they did, but it's right. going to take time to truly evaluate that because the recipe of being cheap and going for guys that haven't traditionally produced is going to get you in a bad place over time. It's a pedigree business. You have to sign pedigree players. No, 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 I agree. I just think that to me, what Ron is doing is like if he feels a guy is not worth the money, he won't pay the money. Like we saw, he tried to yeah. go after um, Amari Cooper. So there are guys that he feels like, yo, if you're worth the money, I'm going to pay you. You know, yeah. he paid William Jackson the third. He felt, you know, he was a dog. He felt he was a, a good player to, to go pursue and pay. So I think it's not a problem for Ron to pay people. He's just kind of like, yo, right. I know your value. And the player's like, I know my value too. So it's just that kind of. Back and forth until they come up with uh, something. Tracy, I know you had something. No, nah, just I'm just listening to what Mr. Sugg said again. I mean, I, I feel like we always say, you know, on our show, you know, we we at the Dollar General instead of the Gucci show store. You know, <laughs> it's it's and and, and it's, it's nice. It's good to go into the Dollar General, come out and feel like you had a wonderful meal. I get it, but it's not always the case. Or if it's good for you. And is this good for the Washington football team that we continue to do this? And, you know, free agency pretty much is gone and went, honestly, at this point. So now what are we doing? We're going to go to the draft. And one of the things that I know through history, we have not been successful in the draft. I can go down a list of we almost had. They could have been. <laughs> oh, darn it. How did he do that and why? I mean, it's all we get out of the draft. We're going back to the 80s now. Don't go back to the 80s. That was wrong. That was wrong. But but I ain't going that far back. But honestly, it feels like that, though, Brother Manning. It feels like that on the level of the draft. You know, I argue that all the time because, for example, right now, so we're looking at the draft for the offensive lineman. I know that Mm -hmm. I kind of jumped in with a question. We were talking about that. But offensive linemen take time. 
to develop. It's a different uh, transition from offensive line in college, unless you're just that beast, which is rare, to offensive line in the NFL. They normally have to come in. They normally have to, you know, you feed them. We're not talking linebacker. We had a couple of linebackers out there. I haven't heard any offers to those individuals who were, you know, those premier free agents who were free. And it, and are we going to look at them seriously going into the draft? So there's so many things, man, that I, I feel like if the organization – I don't trust in Ron because I've trusted a lot of co co coaches over the years. <laughs> so I'm not that guy. I, I, I trust I in what I see. And what I, I see is those established and successful franchises, they go hard. I and we I, don't do that. That's what I hey, see. We appreciate you. You've been through 100 coaches. and <laughs> 103 <laughs> on your expertise. Uh -huh, say it right. 103. 103. 103. <laughs> but um, perfect segue. There's some free agents that are out there that are very notable. Um, I was pissed off that I think it was the Eagles signed Eric Wilson. Man, I wanted that guy. He had like 122 tackles, three sacks, three interceptions this year. And I felt like he could have been a, he could have been a perfect fit with our team. Now, does that what does that say? I know we still got some money left. Maybe we pursue some guys after the draft, but also Dapper, who do you think that's out there that would fit the team? Is there any free agent that's out there now currently that you would want on the squad? I don't think there's a free agent that is worth signing because we can get one in the draft hmm. right like if mika parsons lands and i laugh at 19 it's not a free agent to me in my opinion mm -hmm. that's worth signing that is worth mika parsons right so mm -hmm. like and then you look at you look at our current like i i, I don't know about you guys i want reuben foster to work out so bad <laughs> I want Ruben Foster to yes, work yes. out so bad, but like this year was a disappointment for me because that's my guy. When we signed him, I was ecstatic. But back to your question, I don't think I think we go to the draft for that. I think we're just going to keep getting a lot of um, used and I, I don't like saying it used and abused <laughs> linebackers. And I'd rather have our own fresh linebacker come straight out the draft. Right. Right. Um, look, first of all, I want to say that the Washington football team is not a rehab home. I'm sick and tired of these <laughs> players that come in and um, guys like Junior Gallat, uh, Gallat, however you say his name. Do not you know, you come in, you get rehab, and then, um, you know, then you're gone. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, look, Foster, if he works out, great. I'm not I'm not holding my breath. I even forgot he's on the team. I forgot that Bryce <laughs> Love is my team, to be honest. Look, I'm done. Like, look. It, it can be a Darius guys 2.0 where we're hoping that this guy is ready and then he twists an ankle and then he's good. Look, man, I'm not wishing injury on nobody. I hope that these brothers are ready for the season, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Maddie Jane, is there anybody you see out there in free agent in free agency right now that you would, you know, want on the team? Uh, I don't think necessarily. I mean, there's guys out there that I think you you could take flyers on for cheap, maybe that mm -hmm. minimum like type deals that you know the Trey Boston's guys like that that like right. may work out for you may get some playing time maybe good depth but I think at this point uh I think Oso Dapper's right I think you look to the draft and then if you you know you don't fill those holes that you're looking to fill in the draft and obviously those are you're not you know you're not getting any guarantees with with these draftees but I think you look there see what you get there and then if if you can't fill holes that's when you go back to free agency because I think at this point any of the guys uh, that I would say that you still look to are, are mostly gone. They're signed. 
and the ones that are left for the most part of the guys that if you don't fill that hole in the draft, you go ahead and, and take a chance on them. Awesome. Awesome. Somebody just told me to get junior on the show. Nah, no, no, no. no. I think Ellie, you're good friends with junior, aren't you? That's a fact. I got his phone number right here in my cell phone. Okay. So if you want it, <laughs> I'll give it to you. I talked to him. I think nah, I'm good. I think Junior uh-huh. don't like me for whatever the reason is. He doesn't like me, but he yet he keeps he keeps. I mean, I don't know what it is between me and him. I don't really know him, but um, yeah, yeah he doesn't like me. he doesn't like a lot of the fans. But um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, is there anybody out there right now in free agency yeah. that you would want on the squad? Only position I even consider addressing through free agency at this point is linebacker, um, and not a long term option. I would say Avery Williamson. I think he was with the Steelers previously, with the Jets, things like that. He's 29 right now. He's probably going to cost you a million, million and a half. Nothing crazy. Bring him in. Let him play a little bit. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't cost you much. I just don't think we can take the risk of going into next season with the same linebackers we had last season. The thing I want everybody to understand is defenses over time don't typically improve as they age. They regress, right? And so – we're going to risk that factor every year. We're not addressing every position that we need to. So I want to say let's go as hard as we can to fill those linebacker positions since that's the biggest weak link we have on our defense and do it again. And then you can roll the dice in the draft and pick up somebody for that might be able to play long-term. But I think we just got to get somebody there just in case. No. Yeah. And this is the perfect segue to the draft. Look, pick 19, Matter of fact, did y'all see all these crazy deals that have gone through, like San Francisco trading crazy picks to move up to number three to draft a quarterback who's rumored to be Mac Jones? <laughs> look, if they draft Mac Jones, look, Mac Jones is going to be a good quarterback. No, he's not. Look, I think he's going to be a good quarterback, but it, it, look, it takes a, it takes a lot of different things. It takes scheme, fit, uh, personnel, talent. Look. If they draft Mac Jones, just get my reaction on YouTube because I will be going live when they make that pick. Um, but uh, I want to uh, segue at 19. Do we trade back? Do we trade up? Do you see a quarterback in our future? Do you see us uh, uh, moving up? Because with the whole Donald thing, too. So now the Panthers are out of the quarterback market, right? Well, they can still draft a quarterback. Uh, anything, a lot can happen. A lot can happen between now and then. So I want to start off with you, Tracy. What do you ah. think happens? <laughs> I wish you didn't start with me, but I, I'm trying to understand. Again, I'm confused. I always go back to the foundation. We're coming back home. So we get this Fitzpatrick dude. How y'all feel about that? <laughs> so we go out and get him. Okay, so now we have that veteran. Everybody was ecstatic about Heineke. You know, we got the Allen situation. He got hurt, so we got to yeah, say whatever. And not to mention our, you know, ace in the hole. Steven Montez sitting there. So we called her back heavy. Now, keep in mind, I heard Mr. Suggs said, and I understand a lot of people keep talking about, we still looking for a quarterback. Makes no sense. The only reason why we got to the playoffs was because of our defense. And mm-hmm. we got this huge gaping hole in the middle where there's no linebackers. We didn't gave one away. That might have worked out. We got Ruben Foster playing, you know, secret squirrel. We don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> and so now, but we don't talk about it. And we let certain, like uh, Mr. Sugg said, free agencies go by to the point where I'm like, you know what? I don't understand. Now, going back to your question about quarterback, I mean, if a quarterback does fall down, I guess we have to. 
because really there's nothing in front of me that says that I'm confident or even the team is saying confident. If I was Fitzpatrick, I'd be like, hey, what, what's the deal? I mean, why are we, why are we going there where we haven't even started this healthy competition? I do appreciate quarterback competition, you know, but I don't, I don't, I don't have a clue of what this uh, riverboat is doing. I know he's a gambler, but I don't understand what he's doing. So I'm waiting on the young folk to tell me what is riverboat doing? Yeah, I'm going to uh, leave my comments for the quarterback after everybody has said something. Uh, let's go to Oso Dapper. What do you think happens at 19? And look, I do believe we need a linebacker. To me, that's the biggest need right now. We need somebody because, Absolutely. because Absolutely. the guys I wanted in free agency like KJ Wright, still available, even if it's for one year. Look, we need two linebackers. I'm not look. I'm not banking on Ruben Foster. I'm not banking on John Bostic. I'm not banking on any of those guys. The only guy I trust in the linebacker position right now is Cole Holcomb. Uh, yeah. Also, Dapper, what do you think yeah. happens? Who, who's still learning and, and kind of yeah. he's he's in and out. You know, so so flashes. I think I think it just depends on, of course, how the draft starts going, right? So, of course, I'm going to look at the linebacker position, right? But a player I like and I started liking like four or five months ago, Kellen Mond, right? Before everybody, he started shooting up draft boards. Where, where does he fall? Where does he fall? And can I get him in the later rounds, right? So all right, all right. I'm looking. Are we I'm here looking, now? Right. So here before a minute. No, 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 no. I'm looking at if I can get him in the later rounds because I think he's going to be a project, but I think he's a good project. I don't think he's a bad project. So I'm looking at Mika Parsons, or I'm looking at uh, what's the Alabama offensive tackle name? Um, cause, cause if Brandon's not there, we have a big hole. We have a big hole, right? And I'm, I'm, I get it. Uh, Ron and them are good at patching a lineup, but I don't want a patchwork line. I want an offensive line like our defensive line is, right? But if I'm looking at that number 19 pick, I'm, I'm getting Mika Parsons or what is it, Jeremiah Osuwu? That's yeah, his name? So, close. Notre Dame. Yeah, I call him. Yeah, no, nah. or Notre Dame guy. There you go, Leatherwood, yeah. Alabama's yeah. offensive tackle, Leatherwood, right? Five star recruit, right? So like, that's where I'm going. I'm I'm going linebacker. Uh, but just like um, Trey Trey Z said, um, if a quarterback falls in our lap, which I don't see, I think quarterbacks are going top four, right? Um. I'm going. I'm going linebacker. That's where I'm going. I feel you, Maddie J. Smart man. I I would agree. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going linebacker at 19. I think of, of course the draft is fluid, right? So like yeah. you know, say a couple of the linebackers you really love fall a bit. You can you can you know trade back a little bit, get a little more mm -hmm. draft capital for the right. other needs. Okay, right. mm -hmm. I'm down with that. But I think with Ron and Jack Del Rio, I think you have guys that should be able to tell what kind of quarterback or uh, linebacker they like, right? So, I mean, you know, Ron's had a guy like Keekley for so long, and he, he should be able to see, like, what does he want in a guy? Is there a guy in this draft that you feel has that skill set or has, you know, that type of uh, star ability at the linebacker position? You go and you get him. And I don't even mind if you have to trade up a couple spots maybe to get your linebacker. I think I think it's linebacker, though, and that's – uh, I think that's that's the move. Even if a quarterback, I don't know. I'm thinking. I, I think linebacker. Yeah. Now let me guys ask you this. Now there's some wide receivers out there. I'm not saying take a wide receiver in the first round, but let's say that Devontae Smith falls to 19. What do you do? I don't take him. You don't for take what? Him? I mean, for what? What quarterback we got to throw to him? I mean, Look, right now I'm we're not confident in the quarterback. Look, 
my philosophy is the draft is for you take the best available. You take you take talent, you take generational talent, you 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 take guys that you just don't find in free agency. Can I, can I ask you a question? Contract. Can I ask you how many yeah. like how many people think Smith is this generational talent? Let's I let's be honest. Let's be honest. If I see him at 19, I'm snatching him. That's just me. <laughs> I might trade back. And I'm hey, I don't, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Maybe somebody wants Smith, you know, and they give us a first this year, next year. Hey, where do you put him? Because where do you put him? Oh, oh, okay. I put him. I got him as the number two wide receiver. I got. Him on the field, though, I got yeah, Chase. Where, where, no, where do you put him on the field? Oh, on the field, you put him outside. You put him opposite Terry. And Samuel in the slot. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Who do you double? But like, I, look, I just, I just, I just pose this question because I think that somebody who is generational, somebody who's really good, regardless of position, is gonna fall. I'm hoping it's Micah Parsons. I'm all in on Micah. Okay, look, and even if it's Smith, and we don't want Smith, you have that power to to, to trade that pick for a king's ransom if somebody values Smith like that. Okay. Um, if the perfect left tackle, I mean, we've like we like we always hear Darisaw, Darisaw, you know, falling to 19. Somebody can talk about him, but you let the draft board work for you, like Rio says. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is somebody's gonna fall. I don't know who's gonna fall. Maybe the number two corner in the entire draft falls. Do you you know what I'm saying? So it's like a lot of decisions to be made. You know, mm-hmm. the linebackers that we might want might not even be there. You know what I'm saying? The the uh, the tackle or guard or whoever that we might want might not even be there. And then something nice just falls. Ellie, what's your take? Uh, what I think is going to – to me, I think they should trade back, honestly, because I think, you know, if you look at our roster, we all assume that tackle is a huge need. And it might be, but we still got uh, the kid we took from LSU last year. Right. Um, oh, Lil Collins. Um, not Lil Collins. No, no, definitely not. Sadiq Charles. Sadiq Charles. Yeah, yeah. A lot of folks assume he's going to slide in as a guard, but maybe they like him as tackle. And then you got him and Moses. See what he can do. Right. Um, and then after that, it's like if that if that's the case, and the coaches believe in him, which we don't know they do. But let's make the assumption that they do. If a linebacker is available at 19, he's probably, in my opinion, not the blue chip player that you want to take a line. Like linebackers kind of like running back, where, in my opinion, where it's like, you know, you can get those guys in the second exactly. round and they will produce. Exactly. So Michael Parsons is not slipping to 19. I'm sorry, he's not. Unless those off-the-field concerns are what, you know, way more overblown than what we think they are. So at that point, what do you do? Where's your need at that you draft for? I know you talked about maybe best player available, but it's best player available within the needs that you have, I think is how they yeah. really operate, right? Like you're not going to, no, best player available is a kicker. We're taking, you know, whatever. So my guess is, <laughs> my guess, and, and yes, I'm taking the wide receiver if he's available at 19 because I do think he does things that we don't have somebody that can do. I don't think he'll be available, though. No, my I guess think. is in that scenario, you trade back, and then you maybe get the safety, safety Trevor Morig or something like that a little later on. Because free safety is one of the bigger needs that we have, too, that we haven't fully solved yet, in my opinion. Because It depends on what you want to do with Curl. I think Curl's a strong safety if you ask me, but, um, you know, so that would be my guess. Trade back, pick up a couple assets. Your team's going to start to get expensive over the next couple of years. So if you can get more assets to get guys on rookie contracts a little bit 
later, I think you do that. Yeah, I'm all look, I'm all in for uh, trading back. I think that's probably the best option, trading back. So I'm going to pull up um, – I have an exercise for us to do here. I'm going to pull up the draft order. So and let's just kind of guess. We're just going to guess. I'm not saying this is real. Let's just kind of guess to kind of see where, you know, what happens, where people fall. And then let's kind of see what's going to be out there. Okay, and just we, based on what we Ellie, think. What's happening? So since we got a safety problem, what do you think about Malik uh, Hooker as a free agent? Uh, show me the last free agent safety that came in and did something serious. And then we'll be talking That's about fair. like That's fair. That's you fair. know, it's not a position that typically works out because if you got a guy that is really like that, you're not letting him go. It's kind of like offensive tackles. You know what I mean? You're not gonna get a lot of free agent offensive tackles that's gonna do a lot of good for you. So my I would say just get young, go in the draft, find that position there. Okay. All right. So right here we got the Jacksonville Jaguars. We know what they're gonna do. We know what the Jets are gonna do. And we just know that San Francisco at three is going to take a quarterback, right? Everybody yeah, agree? Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're done with the first three. Now, in the next three, you got the Falcons. The mm-hmm. Falcons can do several different things. They can take a quarterback. They can take Kyle Pitts. They can trade back. Anybody have any thoughts on the Falcons? I know this is a Redskins pod or a Washington football team pod, but I just kind of want to put things into perspective. Kyle Pitts. They, they, Kyle they, Pitts, they right? Kyle Pitts. I'm saying quarterback. Yeah. Quarterback, I'm saying okay. quarterback. They're okay. gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, try to reinvent themselves. Because, because who do Kyle Pitts fall to? The Bengals. Mm. That, hey. That's where Daniel Jeremiah mocked him too in their mock draft where when the they moved in the sticks pocket. Yeah, that would be crazy too with Joe Burrow and Nixon right. and those guys. Yeah. Hey, but that boy, he said he wants that boy named Chase. He said he Chase? Hey, he said, hey, but <laughs> to be honest. I think they should go Panay Sewell. You need somebody protecting your quarterback, okay? Because if you get a hit again like Chase hit you, you know, you ain't going to last too long in the NFL. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. So, so, okay, so it's safe to say, let's say Pitts is gone top five, top ten. Miami picks, maybe they get their boy Smith, maybe not. They'll Uh, get Waddle. Waddle, okay, let's say Waddle. Uh, Detroit. (laughs) What do they do? Quarterback? Uh, I don't know what they're doing. They, they just weird. Okay, they go receiver. Let's say they take Smith or whoever else. I think, else they, is. I think they go edge rusher. They, they, need, they need pass rushers. They need pass I rushers. They, yeah, I think they go. So way. let's just hope they take a pass rusher. This is perfect. So they take a pass rusher, and then now we're on to Carolina at, at eight. They got their quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Sam so Darnold the GOAT. So that means they're, they're going to take Jamar Chase. Right. Okay. No, no, Carolina, no, because look, they got DJ Moore. They signed Robbie Anderson last year, right, to a pretty sizable contract. I think they got a young tight end. I don't know what his name is, but I thought he was pretty decent. Carolina's defense was awful last year. So was their offensive line. So I think they're gonna fill one of those two spots. I just Go tweeted. Line. I just tweeted when they signed um, uh, Bouye. I said, look, their defense is looking good. They got to add more to the defense, and yeah. I think that's where they take a Micah Parsons or somebody like that. They're gonna mm-hmm. take a linebacker or a corner. They could take a corner. So let's say they go defense, right? And then now we're at uh, the uh, Broncos. If a quarterback is available, I, I say that's their pick. That's, 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 that's where I think Justin Fields is going to slide to. Mm. Really? really? That's who I think Justin Fields is going to slide to. At nine? That's who so, I think 
he's gonna slide. So where does Mac Jones go? Somebody's gonna be crazy and take him in a, in a top five. Pick. Wow. So wait a minute. So you're saying that <laughs> Jones is gonna go before Fields? Atlanta Falcons won't pick up Fields. I'm telling no. you. Why? You think the what? Falcons gonna pick up Fields? Why not? They better if he falls to four. Yeah, I'm I saying we already said. Okay, Ellie, I mean, you just think the Falcons gonna take him. No, I don't. I don't because if, if they were gonna take him, they'd have done something with Matt Ryan this offseason. You know what I mean? They did. They had the opportunity to new coaching staff. They chose to stick with him there. Matt but, Ryan's a good quarterback. Yeah, he's a, a great coach quarterback. The coach up your quarterbacks where coming out of the necessarily out the draft don't always do. You put him in there for that last year, that third game when he stinks up the place, See, Matty Ice style. There's Fields. I, let's I, talk about it though, Tracy. You don't think the Jets? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, real quick. But Matt Ryan has zero similarities to Justin Fields' game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so the is. only thing he's going to teach him or mentor him about is how to be a professional quarterback. And I think you could find other guys to do that if, if that were the case. I just, yeah. I don't see the fit. I, I think the coach is going to see what they have in Matt Ryan, similar to what Ron did this year. See what you got in the guys you got. And then fill that need next year if you feel like that's still an issue. Because Matt Ryan's probably got two years left. I think he's got time. Mac Jones is going to the Jets. No, he's not. No, he's not. Look, if that 49ers. Happens, oh, 49ers. There, yeah. yeah, 49ers. I didn't mean the Jets. I'm sorry. 49ers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I mean, I can see that. I can definitely see him going to the 49ers. Like I said, my reaction video is going to be awesome. So check that out. Um, so Fields is going eight, though. I'm telling Fields, he's going nine. I mean, nine. Nine. I don't see him going nine. nine. <laughs> But okay, I mean, I'm I'm here just listening. All right, who, All right who, so who, okay, so it's safe to say by pick nine, four quarterbacks are gone. Mm-hmm. Nobody's mentioned Trey Lance, so Trey Lance right. is someone. So you're telling me, okay, well, so let's just say Broncos take a quarterback. We don't know which one he take a quarterback. Then you got Dallas at number ten. Dallas at number ten. I don't even know. Dallas needs everything, and if they're smart, they should go corner. Cause they can't cover nobody. They can't yeah. guard nobody. If 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 they add something else to offense, that'd be crazy. Now, there's a wild scenario that Kyle Pitts might fall at ten. I don't I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe somebody trades up for a quarterback. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe something. Kyle Pitts crazy. falls to ten. You need to do alert. Uh, <laughs> alert. <laughs> but look, let me tell you how crazy Dallas is. Even though that they. They have their needs and everything. If Pitts falls to 10, like you gotta take. I mean, they're gonna take them. I'm not gonna say you got they're they're gonna take them. Yeah. So at 10, I think they go corner. Maddie Jane, what do you think happens around 10? Uh well, yeah, no, I think Cowboys go defense. I think that they have they, to. I, yeah, I I think that I don't think that's a question. I do think I think where we end up falling and even kind of where we've we go with it, I think that you're losing those guys where it's like, okay, you have to get this guy. Like I think the Kyle Pitts, so I I think they'll all be gone. So I think uh, I think that they'll just pick whoever best best defender on the board. Jason. Probably secondary. That's true. Somebody just brought up a great point. They said Broncos could pop, possibly trade for Teddy Bridgewater and still go a different position, which no, would be crazy. That's, that's maybe no, the Broncos not. look. Maybe yeah. the Broncos feel like they're going to be trash again next year, and they're probably going to be <laughs> in the top drafting again in the top ten. And maybe they say that's the year we get our quarterback. You just. I mean, you just never know with these things. Maybe they say, hey, Drew Luck will give you one more chance, and I, I don't know. I don't know. So a lot can happen. Like, see how we're guessing? Like, it's going to go completely different from what we're saying right now, but I just kind of like to see what people think. The New York Giants at number 11. Man, I, the NFC East was trash, trash. 
I mean, everybody was in the top top eleven. I mean, you know, this is gonna get Smith. Yeah, this is a, <laughs> That's gonna get a wide Smith. Got to be a wide receiver. Yeah. It has to be. <laughs> so they signed Galladay. They have Sterling Shepard. They have uh, Darius Slayton, who was supposed to be on Terry McLaurin's level. Blah blah. <laughs> you know, I I'm just I'm just repeating what people say. Okay, so <laughs> it looks like they're gonna they're trying to get. Daniel Jones as much weapons as possible. And that's something that the football team has failed to do for years. I mean, I think the best receiver that we've had since I've been a fan is probably Centeno Moss. Since 99, I'll say Centeno Moss. So, uh, you know, I think we were just blessed to to get Terry. The dude that drafted him said he was going to be a good special teams player. That's what I heard. Um, And uh, it's working out pretty well. It's working out pretty well. The Dollar um, General shopping, folks. So you telling me John Doxon was the Dollar wasn't a General receiver? That's what you He was the goat. That dude was a beast. Is that a Doxon jersey you're wearing? <laughs> That's your cousin, ain't it? Nah, nah. I'm, messing, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you, bro. <laughs> I'm messing with you, man. Uh, all right. So we're, we're on number 12. Um, yeah, number 12. The Philadelphia Eagles. Look. My prayer is that the Eagles draft the wrong receiver or that they draft a quarterback. I, look, I hope that Mac Jones goes to the Eagles. They're, they're getting a corner. Look, well, I hope they draft the wrong corner. You know why? <laughs> the Eagles always do Eagle things. They always get the wrong guy. I remember a few years ago, they got J.J. Arciago Whiteside, and they were like, oh, man, this dude is going to be he's gonna be the stuff. And he was trash. Then the next year, oh, we're going to go Jalen Ragor. He fits our personnel, blase, blase. You had Justin Jefferson out there chilling. Missed out on that. So I'm just hoping, I'm just praying that the Eagles do what the Eagles do. I mean, obviously, we don't want the Eagles to be good. We don't want them to end up with Micah Parsons or nobody like that. You know, I say they should go defense. What do y'all think? They're going to go wide receiver. They just got rid of Deshaun, right? Who's That means they grab it. They was grabbing their straws with Deshaun, so they they desperate. That's what I'm saying. So they go wide receiver. That's you get Deshaun Jackson. You need some wide receivers. That's all I'm saying. Well, hopefully, hopefully they go like a guy like Kadarius Tony at 12. Who does the Eagles have at corner? Man, uh, don't they got that guy Slay? Uh, no, Is he uh, yeah, supposed to be good? Side. I thought he was supposed to be good or something, but hey. I, yeah. I, I don't care. As long as we torching them in the secondary, that's all I care about. <laughs> exactly. Let them go offense. <laughs> Let them be stupid and go offense. All right. So right now we are at pick 13. We got the Los Angeles uh, Chargers. Man, honestly, I don't even care what they do. Like, they're just a team that I just don't care about. I mean, they got that nice quarterback, but that team was just weird to me, man. I mean, they lost their tight end. They lost – I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> maybe they just go – maybe they go edge rusher. You know, maybe they take a guard. They take a guard. They probably take – no, they're probably going – Don't they the, need a tackle? Don't they need they, a tackle? They, might go they need several. They need several, like all the lines. They need center, guards, and tackles. They need everything. So they'll probably go uh, O-lineman right there. Then you got the Minnesota Vikings led oh. by Captain Kirk. Um, they need – Probably offensive line. So that's where the offensive line starts to get off the board. Chargers, Minnesota, 
Uh, anybody think differently? They're going to get I mean, sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Take two. Take two from, from Washington. There you go. Look, I will drive Brandon Sheriff over to Minnesota. <laughs> Package him. Package him nicely. <laughs> Just give us a third and call it a day. I um, but yeah, I think they probably go O lineman or something, or they might do something stupid like taking a running back at pick fourteen. Nah, their defense, their defense held them back last year. Like I mean, the yeah. offense was putting up numbers, so I think they got to address something on the defensive side of the ball. I don't know what position because I don't really follow the Vikings like that, right. but I know the obvious thing was you had two wide receivers putting up big time numbers. Mm-hmm. You got Dalvin Cook going crazy, and you're still losing games. It's got to be the defense, so I think they have to address some positions over there. Okay, we're gonna get to what we do at 19. Somebody asked, Would you take Caleb Farley in 19? Just save that, save your answer. We're almost at 19. I promise I'm moving as fast as I can. Um, you got the New England Patriots, man. At 15, can I can I yeah. can I do something right here? Yeah. So Mac Jones does not go earlier than that. That's why I had Mac Jones going to yeah. Hey, I think look, I think Mac Jones will be perfect on the Patriots. I think he'll be perfect on the Saints. Those are the kind of organizations and those are the kind of offenses and coaching that is going to help to cultivate this guy. That's why I say I think he can be a good quarterback under the right system. Ellie, Ellie give what's look, up? What's what up? do you got to say? So I think that's that's a way to say to go because of the similarities to Brady or what people assume are similarities to Brady. Mm-hmm. Hasn't Belichick told you he wants something different by moving on from Brady and then by signing Cam and then re-signing Cam when he didn't have to that early in free agency? I think Belichick wants to be more modern with his offense because he sees that's the way to win the NFL now. Matt Jones is cool. Pocket quarterbacks are cool. Brady won Super Bowl this year. I get it. But mobility and athleticism are the way the NFL now and it will be the way the NFL in the future. I think Brady, I don't think uh, Belichick wants to move forward. You think um, – Go ahead. Hey, I was just saying, I think, yeah, I don't think it'll be Mac Jones because I don't think he fits the profile of what they're trying to do now. Now you because say the, you say Belichick signed Cam. You say Belichick signed Cam two times in a row. The first time he signed Cam, this is what he did. He looked at his boy Stidham and he said, "Stidham, yo, you ready to go?" Stidham said, "Nah." He said, "All right, come on, Cam." He looked around. Who was out there? He brought Cam in yeah. one year deal, right? But man, this time around, he looked around. He saw Fitzpatrick. He saw uh, uh, Sam Dalton. <laughs> I mean, he saw all these guys. You know, he could have traded for Minshew. He said, look, I'm going to rock with Cam for one more year. We all know Cam's not the answer. He's not the answer. He got a one-year deal. I think that either he trades for a quarterback or he takes a quarterback that he likes, maybe in the second, third round. Hey, He does. He, do he might. He, he does might. Do but I'm I'm just telling you it's not going to be uh, a Mac Jones type. That's what I'm saying. So it's like Mon. A mobile guy, because even even Stidham was relatively mobile coming out of Auburn. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I just like I, I'm not saying they're not gonna take quarterback. I'm just saying mm-hmm. Belichick starting to develop a new round. type of quarterback gotcha. that he wants, and that's mobility. That's all I'm saying. Gotcha. Okay, I respect that. I respect that. Um, now we are at pick sixteen. You got the Arizona Cardinals. I think Larry Fitzgerald is still on the team. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I've been hearing rumblings that they want another receiver, and I'm like, why? You know, um, they definitely because need they have a nurse at home. Hey. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm, hey, I'm, hey, I'm, hey. I'm sorry, Tracy. My bad. <laughs> I'm gonna get my pudding tonight. I'm mad at you. 
Let me talk about the nursing. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. So hold on. Matt Jones is not going to get picked up by Atlanta. Matt Jones is not going to get picked up by Denver. That's what y'all tell me. He won't be there. He won't be there. He's going to three to San Francisco. I think that's starting okay. to become a well-known fact. Okay. I, we were saying. talking about Matt Jones down here, so I was just like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, just, a little slow. Just in, case, just in case, you know, San Francisco is doing some smoke screens and stuff like that. But – with the Arizona Cardinals, man, they need everything. Like somebody just said, corner. Yes, they did lose Peterson. So, yes, they do need a corner. Um, they do need linemen. Kyler Murray is one hit away from being non-mobile. A guardian. Okay? You know, uh, he runs too much. <laughs> he runs too much. And every time he runs, look, anybody who knows me knows that mobile quarterbacks scare me. After what happened to RG3 and you kind of see what's been going on around the league, with mobile quarterbacks, especially like the smaller ones. Taylor Heineke, I mean, these guys take hits, you know, that they're not supposed to take, and durability is an issue. So I would say go best available O-lineman. But, hey, who knows? Maybe they go defense. Maybe they maybe they, maybe, maybe they go corner. Um, so we're getting closer to 19. Uh, we have the Vegas Raiders at 17. They're going to blow this pick like they always do. <laughs> they're they're going to pick Micah. <laughs> That's who's going to take Michael from us. That's that's who's going to take Michael from us. Oh, if he's at 17 and he doesn't – look, (laughs) see, at 17, I always say you don't trade up unless you're going for a quarterback in the first round. But if you can lose – let's say you trade up from 19 to 17 to get the guy that you like and you're probably giving up a fourth, an extra fourth, I'm all for it. If you're giving up a third and 19 to move up to 17, I don't know. It just has to be the perfect player. It has to be like, look, this guy is coming in to have some Chase Young type impact. Like this guy is a guy that's a can't miss prospect. That's just me. Anybody have any thoughts on that? Moving up maybe two spots or one spot to secure your guy? Uh, Who's the I guy? Don't, I don't know because you below Micah, I got Zayvon Collins. So is Zayvon good at 19? Oh, yes, he's he awesome at 19. He's great. Right? Everybody else getting Zayvon in between the Raiders and us, right? So that's 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 where it's going to be kind of like it's going to be tough right there. Like we're looking for a linebacker, and you know, Jamin Davis is out there, Nick Bolton is out there. There's some guys that are out there that like like Ellie says it's kind of like it's kind of like the running back position. You can still get talent in the second third round, but it's kind of like are you getting a guy who's going to be a starter? Are you drafting a KPL type guy, or are you trying to? Get a guy like a uh, Devin White, you know. And if you feel like you're Devin White or you're Devin Bush or whoever is there in the first round, and you want that flexibility with that fifth round, uh, uh, I mean fifth. Uh, somebody help me out here. The fifth year, fifth year option. You know, you want that flexibility that that uh, that uh, rookie deal. And hey, maybe that's a guy that you grab. You know, maybe there's a look. If your guy is still out there. You can still trade back a few spots and still get your guy. So I'm cool with Micah Parsons. I don't think he's falling. I would love Xavier Collins at 19. I hope he falls to 19. That's who I want over everybody who's out there. What's the what's the gentleman um out of linebacker out of um Notre Dame? Uh that would be Jeremiah Osu. Close. That's, that's that's your sleeper right there. But he's so small. Duh, but he's a he's a monster. We need somebody to fill them gaps, and he don't have no fear. He's, he's what you a, got, Ellie? 
we were we were I was having this argument with somebody on Twitter this week. Yes, I do argue on Twitter, but um, he, it's you. <laughs> it's I. Look, I don't like positionless players. In the NFL, he's a positionless player. He's either he's a combo like in the NBA, you got combo guards, right? That aren't four guards, aren't two guards. Most of the time, you just get stuck with those guys, right? He is a guy that's gonna play in between a safety and a linebacker, which ends up being a specialty role in the NFL. I want a true linebacker or a true safety. I don't want a hybrid of both. I don't think he fits what we need. I want to see a guy that just does what he needs to do every every down. And we got guys. Josh Harvey Clemens. How'd he work out for us, man? I had a lot of hope, you know. And and just to touch on the the Parsons thing being available where we're talking about now, you mentioned the, the linebackers from Tampa Bay. What pick did they go at? It was like five. I think the other one was like eight or top ten, right? So got pedigree matters. Guys that are that good aren't going to be available at 16 or 17 at that position because they're one of one in the draft. I just like if, if Michael Parsons is there at 19 or 16, so I'm gonna ask him questions. Why is he still there? Because we just saw those linebackers won the Super Bowl for Tampa Bay, basically, right? Right. So if they're if they're all that, I'm expecting that they'll be gone a lot sooner than that. So that's so all my, I'm saying. But. So my question is, and I always had this question slash argument: We don't believe in coaching our players up. We're going to go out there. So the draft is now the young free agency. We're not going to get out there and yeah. develop our players. Look, look, this is the golden rule to the draft that I heard. It might have been Rich Tandler, rest in peace, Rich Tandler, or somebody that said it. But like, your first round pick is expected to be a starter, right? Your second round pick is expected to be a starter. Then you get into your third round pick is going to be a strong contributor, which is with the expectation that they're going to start within a year or two. Your, same thing for your fourth round pick, strong contributor, special teams, some plays on defense. But the expectation is they're going to grow into maybe a backup, right? Because there's expectations for each round of the draft of what you're going to be. When you're a first round pick, and you see this in the corporate world today, when you come and get your first job, you're not sitting behind somebody else. Like, you're going to learn, you're going to train for a year. You're in the mix because you, mm. you got the pedigree. You go on the first round, it's time to play. I feel now I feel I feel you. And is that the right way or just the new way doesn't make it, you know, the effective way? Because we we do get a lot of first round picks that we get out there and they stink up the place to high heaven. And uh, and many times it's it's they say it falls on the coaching. All right. Some somehow Belichick has been famous for getting individuals from the D League and bringing them out there and competing. Cam Curl. It's it's a difference. But, okay. but Tracy, listen, one of the reasons that he's able to do that is because they're never picking guys at the top of the draft that are expected to contribute right away. We talked about that, right? Like right, right. if you're picked top 15, top 20, you gotta get on that field. The Patriots mm-hmm. have been routinely Dang, picking right. between pick 30 and in the second round for the last 20 years. So the guys that they get aren't guys that you're saying you have to immediately be somebody on the field. So they have the opportunity of developing because the cost to put them on the field wasn't what it was for somebody picking in the top five. You got to see what you got if you're picking top five. It's time to roll. And listen, the other thing is the way that they restructured the, the contracts for rookies versus the veteran contracts in the draft made a lot of this possible. Rookies are a lot more disposable than they used to be, especially top 10 picks. Because you used to have to hit them with fifty million guaranteed, and then all that other stuff. Now they're not getting that kind of money. They get all their money in the first couple of years of that deal, and it's bye bye. If you don't play on, that's why quarterbacks are playing instantly now. 
It doesn't cost as much to get rid of them anymore. They're disposable. It's 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 the outcome of the the change in the collective bargaining agreement that allowed more money to be shifted to veterans and less money to rookies. Now this is what you get out of that. You know what I mean? All right, so guys, the show is coming to an end. I'm going to go around the frames one more time. I want you to give me what you want to happen at 19, what you think is going to happen at 19, and what's your bold prediction for the draft. And then let the people know where they can find you. I'm going to start off with Trey Z. Again. All right. <laughs> so you say it one more time, Manny. You said that you want us to know what we want. I want, yeah, what you want? I want us to get linebacker. At night, and, and and even based on what Ellie just said, you know, I, I want to get somebody in there who's going to fill that position so that we can utilize and build upon what we are successful at right now as a Washington football team, which is defense, mm -hmm. and and make sure that we capitalize on our two bookends we have right now and, and mosh individuals to the point where they don't want to come to Washington ever again in life. What I think we're going to do based on the organizational moves, we're going to get a long snapper. Because <laughs> they just, <laughs> this is how they do it. And we're all going to sit there and go, oh, and then somebody's going to say, trust and run, Tracy, trust and run. And I'm going to have to trust in them that we got this super high end long snapper. But uh, <laughs> I'm just being real. I'm, I'm not, I'm sorry. I feel you, but bro. Hey, I, I, I want to see what I want to see. That's what I think is going to happen. But I, the, my hopes is that they're looking at what we need. Honestly, if those, I, I will go with Manny on the level of if we get an individual that falls down to us, take them, take the best at 19. I, I'll get that. But positional-wise, we got to fill the gaps or, or even look at our offensive line as I do feel like Sheriff wants to go. Awesome. And where can the people find you on social oh, media? So, hey, you know, with <laughs> DMV Sports 3, I'm just one of the three. We got Deacon and Big Al. You know, check us out on Twitter. YouTube, you know, you probably seen it because I'm the guy who keeps sending your stuff. You tell me stop and unsubscribe, and I find you again, and I keep sending it, and I keep sending it, and I keep sending it. So, but uh, it's a pleasure to be here. It's great. Hey, their show is great, guys. Check it out. Um, Ellie, man, tell me what do you want to happen? What do you think is going to happen? Give me uh, a bonus prediction if you like, and then tell us where we can find you. All right, let's do it. I want us to address the quarterback position. I want us to do it early because I we know what Ryan Fitzpatrick has been historically. It is insanity to think he's going to be something different here. You know at some point this season, he's getting benched for somebody. Now, who that is, I don't know. Heineke? I, if we could figure out a way to get somebody else, I would love that, but let's roll. Anyway, <laughs> I, what I think we're going to do, I said, we're going to trade back or, you know, Take us. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, my, my options are open. I'm going to be happy with what we do. I thought we had a good free agency period. I think we're ready to go. I just want to see something better at the quarterback position. Where you can find me, you can find me on my podcast, uh, Washington Football Team, WFT Declassified. I'm on Twitter at Declassified WFT. I'm also on the Washington Football Addicts Podcast. Shout out to all those guys, Rod, Steve, Dev, Phil, everybody over there. Check it out. Right on. Hey. Great podcast. I'm telling you guys, Ellie is great, man. Like, he's had this guy that's been in the chat talking about his smooth radio voice, man. So, look, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Hey, yeah, Ellie's yeah. that dude, man. He be doing his thing, man. Also, Dapper, man. Tell us who you – well, we already know who you want in 19. You want Micah Parsons. He ain't going to be there. So tell us somebody else. Tell us somebody else you want. And let you going to break my heart, and it's already after a Valentine's Day. 
Hey, so man, like like I said, I want Micah, but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go the LE route this time. I, I think uh if it's not an impact player like that, I think we should just fall back and get the guy we want or the more value pick that we can get when we trade back, right? What I think we're gonna do is, and I know, I know we're gonna do it. We're gonna pick a guy and it's gonna be a guy, right? That's what I believe. We're gonna pick a guy and it's a guy. Right. And I don't like that, but I just feel like it's a guy. Um and I don't want it, man. Like I just want this season to be magical, like I'm at Disney World or something, right? Like, but it, it I mean, whatever we do, I'm gonna be a fan that day. I'm gonna just sit back and be a fan. Uh, I don't got a podcast or anything. I'm just a fan, man. I, I love to be on y'all podcast or whatever. If y'all want somebody to come on there, I'm I'm gonna add all of y'all podcasts right after this, man. Like uh, y'all a great group of people. But you can find me on Twitter, also underscore dapper. I am. <laughs> I'm constantly in arguments with people about certain <laughs> things. I'd rather have discussions, but people argue, right? Like, I'd rather yes, have discussions. Yes, people and, you know, I love arguments, it. man. At the end of the day, I'm just a fan, man. I'm just a fan, and I'm just like y'all. I just want to win, man. I just want to be proud of the team. Like, matter of fact, I'm going to add something. Uh-huh. <laughs> can, can we pick a name? It's a safe space here. <laughs> I don't need I don't need a fan ambassador. I don't need that. <laughs> For what? Can we can we stop with the theatrics and say, hey, this this is the four or five names. Vote on the four or five names and get it over with. Ryan, nope. Fitz, Ryan Fitzpatrick, when he got signed, said, let's go Washington. Let's go football team. I was embarrassed. <laughs> That's only because Ryan Fitzpatrick was probably drunk and celebrating after getting that contract, <laughs> knowing that he's going to go to another team and get some more money. Hey, but that's that, all I got, guys. Listen, Thank you for having me. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Thank hey, you. Funny thing is, like, after Oso Dapper said, you know, we're just going to draft a guy. Now I just feel bad for camp, for uh, for uh, for uh, calling Andy Burroughs a guy. You know, that guy. This <laughs> guy, Andy Burroughs, from the DC Tweet uh, Team Podcast, I know it was you, Andy. I'm just messing with you. So, yeah, you're not a guy. You know, you are the Andy, okay? So, uh, Manny, yeah. Jane, <laughs> Manny Jane, let us know what you want in 19, what you think is going to happen, any bold predictions you have, and where we can find you on social media. Uh, well, my real dream, what I really want is for us to find our franchise quarterback in the first round of this year's draft. But I've been holding on to that dream for probably since I've been born. So um, I'm not going to hold on too tightly to that. So in reality, I'll say I would like and I'd be fine with and I think we'll do linebacker or O-line. I'm cool with linebacker. Cool with that. Uh, so that's what I think is going to happen. Fine with that. And if you'd like to find me, I'm at OK Maddie Jane on Twitter. Also, my podcast, HT We Are, host with Freddie Ham. That's at HT We Are. And uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. I've really enjoyed it. I love it, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Man, look, this show right here has just been special, man. We just have a whole bunch of different people with different mindsets and different ideas. And that is what it's all about. I'm going to be having more and more fans, podcasters, anybody who loves the Washington football team is more than welcome to come on the show. If you are not a fan of the Washington football team and you want to come on a show, it's going to be like five against you one. Bad intentions. Once again, you are listening to 
the Back Row Redskins Show. This is your guy, Manny. This is the crew. This is the cast. Look, I'm hoping that we trade back to 19. I'm hoping that we get somebody that's a game changer. I'm hoping that we hit on all of our draft picks. And I'm hoping that we make the playoffs again. So, guys, this is the episode. This is the show. And we are out. Peace.